We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Right here from our 7th Floor studio in Buckhead, this is Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Love it. It is the Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. I'm Dan Radcliffe. We've got Dr. Jill back, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, all things kidney replacement <laughs> today. <laughs> now, it's really a great story, and it's been a while since we've had you on the show. We're excited about it. And by the way, that's Throwback Thursdays. Uh, the Beatles and I feel fine. Sixties yes. is three, four, five, yes, five something like that. Yeah. These are greatest hits of uh, Throwback Thursday. Now I don't know if you met our third banana before. Uh, I call her Hike Hike. Uh, Megan Morgan Lavigny. What's her real name? Her name is Morgan. Her Morgan is Levine. is, is hi. And uh, she thought that the minute work song about Down Under and Vegemite was the Beatles. And I'm like, <laughs> you just offended every Australian. Yeah. Yes. She heard somebody been, sing it. Well, you know the Beatles were right. I thought hey. that right. was the Beatles. <laughs> no, she heard not, somebody uh, sing. In a bar, and she's like, "This, this is made up. This, some, this is a silly song." Because we were talking, she yeah. could have thought it was Led Zeppelin or, <laughs> yeah, well, or Deep Purple. <laughs> well, we were talking about Vegemite because Dan yeah. said, "I hope Doctor Joe brings Vegemite, Vegemite again." Yeah. She didn't have a clue, so we <sighs> he described what it was, and then I said, "Did you ever hear the song Minute Work?" And that's how we got yeah. there. So, boy, yeah, we anyway. just go on rabbit trails, don't we? We, we do. <laughs> okay, I go on rabbit trails, <laughs> and Dan just follows along. Yes, I that's do. what he does. <laughs> You're right. It is. So good to see you. You Thank look you. amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. You had uh, the kidney replacement. Now, how long has it been? It's, I thought it was last year. I mean, yeah, 2018. Well, no, 2019. Was it, 19? it was August the 2nd, so just shy of seven months. August mm-hmm. the 2nd. Yeah. Okay. So wow. coming into March the 2nd, it will be seven months. Wow. Yeah. Let's, we'll tell the, the, the story. It's quite a story at some point in your life. And you said it was genetic, so you actually got it from your dad, did yes. you say? Yes. Dad passed just last October. Okay. He was 80, nearly 89. And um, oh, he wow. was doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he's a very stubborn man. Yes. Which I think helped him survive. Mm-hmm. But because he's very stubborn, he wouldn't use his walker. So he fell over and broke his hip oh, and that sort of followed yeah. things. And last week my mum broke a hip. Oh, no. <laughs> but she's she's doing well. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, good. yeah. That's but, good. Yeah, we don't know where it came from before that. His mum or dad must have had it. Yeah. But, you know, back then you just sort of got on with life. Yes. And right. didn't know yeah. much about it, whereas they're learning more and more and more about kidney disease. Hmm. So you found out you had it some years ago. I'm yeah, I think I was my late 30s, and I just wasn't feeling well. And I thought, oh, you know, I've just got a cough or cold or yeah. whatever. And after two weeks, I thought, this is weird. Went to the doctor and found out then that I had kidney disease. Okay. Well, it was only a week before that my dad found out he had it. Oh, wow. And yeah. as soon as, you know, I heard that he had it, then I had it, I thought, something weird going on. And mm-hmm. then I found out it was genetic. And I mm. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Appreciate you giving me that. Yeah. <laughs> now, did they say, and you don't have to answer any of these questions, now, did they say when you found out that it had been a while or that 
it's just kind of been underground and then now it's, it's hello. It's been underground, yeah. yeah. And then I suppose as your kidney function's dropping, uh-huh. you start getting little symptoms. Okay. But yeah, some people don't find out that they've got it until they're down to about 10, 20% function. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, you might feel some nausea. Um, you might be, I'm trying to think what else I had. My symptoms really exacerbated in the year before my transplant. And so, you know, the nausea wasn't too bad. But mm. I think the biggest thing I found was I was so tired. Mm-hmm. And you remember I used to travel All a the lot, time. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I, I just don't want to stand up. Yeah. I just have no energy. And that wasn't really like me because I was always on oh, the go. Yeah. I yeah. love being on the go. I love new right. projects. and. By the time, the last few weeks, probably a couple of months before surgery, I mean, even thinking of taking a do- the dogs for a walk around the block was just too mm. much. Mm. And, you know, S- Steve and I, we'd go out for a meal at night and he'd usually drop me out the front of the restaurant, not just because that's a nice thing to do. The fact of walking a distance was really hard just hard on you yeah wow. yeah. yeah i think that's yeah it's funny i mean this is only seven months ago but it's funny to look back i can't remember that much but i do know today apart from the rare day where i just feel like doing nothing mm-hmm. i have a lot more energy than i used to do good yeah we're, we're talking with dr jill it's been a while since she's been on we wanted to give her plenty of time to just to 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 get healed and and to get you know to get strong we didn't want her and i thought about this morning with this whole cra- and, and you don't want yeah, to operate in fear. You don't want yeah. to operate in fear. But I thought, well, you know, we don't know where the coronavirus is, and she's susceptible to stuff. Vi- so uh, that would bacteria. probably do me in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need to get you a mask or. You I, know, I do have. You them. do have I got, one. I gloves and masks for okay. a lot of things, like cleaning the house, okay. cleaning the cats' bowls, and all the rest of it. Not yeah. supposed to clean litter. Not supposed to clean out bird cages and. Um, Originally, like I'd go to church and I always sat up the back Mm -hmm. and initially I wore a mask and gloves. Okay. Some people would do it longer than me. Yeah. Um, Some don't do that at all, but I do. I sort of sit probably in the middle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a few things you're told not to do. Mm. Um, But yeah, like if I know someone's sick, so I've cancelled a couple of trips to visit the kids Mm -hmm. because the kids are sick. Um, Save with Steve's daughter because it's just too risky. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't want to put your life no, in jeopardy. No, my immunity is really low. It's interesting because you said some wear masks, some don't. I have a good friend, and he's he's older than than I am. I would say he's probably close to seventy, and his daughter had the match for him, and he's probably, I'm thinking time wise, I'm going to say it's been over ten, maybe fifteen years. Is that that's a long time, isn't it? Well, they say the average is, um, I think it's like twelve to fifteen years. If it's a relative, you've got a better chance okay. of living longer. Yeah. Um, if it's not, not blood related, it can be shorter. But I was just reading before I came in here. There's someone I saw on Facebook, forty eight years. Oh my gracious! Wow. Yeah. Wow. And that's I think they take the you know the average range from. People who reject the transplant straight away to people that are that longevity, the 48 years, the 38 years. I'd say that is more rare. But, um, you know, I'm hoping. I mean, I don't want it to last 48 years. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a bit much. (laughs)
Well, this, Maybe 25. <laughs> well, this this gentleman, as far as I know, now he lives on the south side. I see him from time to time, but he's, he doesn't wear masks. He just basically... No. So, it's really only the first year. If yeah. they can get you through the first year, things that, get a lot easier. Your body's yeah. used to the immunos, things like that. Okay. Um, and so, you know, if I'm going, as I said, it's more like... I wouldn't go to a closed-in concert yet. Mm-hmm. I'm very strict on not eating raw foods, and mm. I'm always, if I'm at a restaurant, it's like, please make sure you wash, wash. these raw vegetables or whatever mm-hmm. thoroughly, and they can get a bit insulted. And I'll just, look, I'm a kidney transplant yeah. recipient. It's more risky for me. Um but yeah, the mask and yeah, it's, I mean, I tend to avoid some big gatherings, particularly if they're indoors. Mm-hmm. I can't fly yet. I've done one small flight on a short on a small plane and mm-hmm. mask, gloves, the words. Yeah, because mm-hmm. um, of I, that recycled air. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. but I ha- I probably could do a domestic flight now. Um, international, you're supposed to wait a year, and just with the coronavirus, yeah. I'm not doing it. Um, it's just it's too risky. Yes. I mean, there's yep. an airline stewardess that's now, I think she's been grounded in L.A. Mm-hmm. because yep. she's got it. And right. it's like you said, I mean, it's sort of confined, mm-hmm. but we all know things get around because there's it's so easy to right. go places right. in well, the world. I just actually heard this morning that uh, someone popped up. I don't know that it was Atlanta. It was, uh, I can't remember where, in the States. Mm-hmm. And, it was in California. And they were not... Uh, it's always California. Yeah, it's those Californians, I tell you. <laughs> they uh, they didn't have a relative. They had uh, a friend that I guess had went, and the friend actually gave the to them. They didn't know it until just like the, the other day. Yeah. So you just don't know. No. You don't know who's around you. No. Yeah. And I think if that, what would happen if I got majorly sick? Okay, so I'm I've just finished taking a regular antibiotic six months ago. So they keep you on an antibiotic mm. after transplant for quite a few months mm-hmm. to help you ward off infection. Mm-hmm. If I did get something and if it was pretty big, now I'm not 100% sure of this, but um, if I've got something that's you know, pretty, makes me really sick, I think they reduce my immunos. I'd be in hospital and give me an antibiotic. So mm-hmm. there's always this balance of um, trying to make it an environment that's good for the kidney, but at the same time not damaging to the rest of me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a it. weird balance. It's yeah. a weird thing. So we get blood tests. For the rest of my life, I'll get a blood test every month. Mm. Let's do this. We've got to go to a hard break. We want you to tell the beautiful story about where you got this kidney. I think it's amazing. God is so good. Dr. Just Jill. found it laying on the ground right there. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I was going to say. Dr. Jill right? in the house. We'll be back. Stay right there. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Just when you thought it was safe to turn on the radio. Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. Look out, Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Happy Thursday. It is Throwback Thursday where uh, Dan tries to stump the old guy here. and uh, This one I just threw in because the rain has stopped finally. Johnny Nash sang the original. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Is that it? Know, that sounds like an updated version. Yeah. 69, 1969. 68. Uh, sure. Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> this Whatever was not a throwback. I just threw it in because it stopped raining oh, finally. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Dr. Yeah. Jill in the house, so we love having her. And we're talking about uh, her kidney transplant. I call it the kidney replacement. 
And, um, but where like she got this kidney is an amazing God story. We're going to talk to her about that in just a second. But first, coming up May the 12th, it is Women in Ministry. And uh, this year, uh, ladies, it's going to be Pam Jenkins, the keynote speaker. Jody Messina doing the worship. And uh, Cobb Energy Center is mm-hmm. the place. The ladies love women in ministry. And they usually grab about, what, 10, 12, 20 girls mm-hmm. and uh, enjoy the day with uh, food and just a lot of laughs. Uh, no guys. So Dan and I get kicked out as soon as we say. <laughs> we do the show. We, we and do then the we, show. Yeah. We're done. See you later. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's probably a good thing. So find out more and sign up, ladies, faithtalkatlanta.com. All right, Dr. Jill. So you weren't just walking along and on the sidewalk there happened to be a kidney. That, <laughs> no, uh, they, no. That I mean, found. I think a lot of us would wish that would happen. We just sort of wash it over, disinfect <laughs> yeah. it, and spit, get it popped Spit in. on it, you know, yeah. Yeah, just wipe it off. <laughs> but that's not the case. But uh, And finding a kidney match is not the easiest thing in the world. So tell no. us the story. Okay, so there's an 8- to 10-year waiting list to get a kidney. Wow. Um, some get a lot sooner because we're a more common blood type or we've managed to find a relative that's a match. Yeah, there's some of those stories. So, for instance, I was on the waiting list not even a week and I got a call and said there was a match for me. My goodness. I was wow. just like, what? What is this? But I rejected it because I knew there were two people in um, one of the families, and I'll go into that, who were possibly a match. So, you know, I had the needle in my arm. They were about to wheel me into the surgery room and they said, oh, you do? So I took the needle out, walked back out to the waiting room and Steve said, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be in surgery. So, you know, I think I wasn't going to find it as hard as some other people. But there is an eight to ten year waiting list, which is really, really sad. And yeah. it's mm-hmm. not unusual to die in that wait. Mm. You know, people die in dialysis and, mm-hmm. you know, we often don't know that, you know, because we've never had to experience right. it. But so anyway, I found out that I, my best option rather than having to wait eight to ten years um, was you've got to go out and find your own. Hmm. Well, you can imagine that's pretty daunting because hmm. you mention it to your friends mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you don't see that friend for six months. Mm-hmm. Now, don't think I'm criticizing people there because I understand mm-hmm. It's very confronting. You imagine me walking in and going, hey, look, guys, I need a kidney. What are you here? Oh, wow, she wants a kidney from me. And that's a lot, even though we can and do live without a second kidney because we don't need to. Mm -hmm. There's always the thought in the back of our minds of, What if mine goes bad? Yeah, yeah, I don't have a spare to lean on anymore, (laughs) and that can happen. Although, if you are living on one kidney and you've given, you do go to the top of the list. But again, that doesn't guarantee anything. Yeah, so that's hard. So um, I was amazed that a friend I'd only made a month ago, as soon as I told her, she said, I'll give you one. And she went in and did the testing, but she was... She's Nowhere near it. No, no. Mm. So then there's there are other programs you can do where it's um, oh, I've forgotten what it's called, but you know you can join with another group and you can cross match. So if a friend's got one um, one blood type and the other one's got another blood type, they sort of can switch it around and make sure that perhaps someone can benefit out of that. Mm. But she didn't get to that stage, and she had a few other things that made her not healthy enough to donate because the hospital polices it really, really carefully, not wanting the donor right. to be hurt in any way. Sure. So I put this huge ad on Facebook. My son did it for me because I just didn't know what to do. I was beside myself. Well, then 
funnily enough, Steve's sister in Indiana, Steve's my husband, yeah. she started getting tested. And I'd met this lady like twice in my life. And the testing was really positive. She was the right blood type. She was really, really healthy. Well, then Steve's dad said to Steve, he thought I he was not my type at all. And uh, not... Not husband blood type then. Yes. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he did start thinking I'm not her type at all. Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. And his dad said, Steve, I think you are a positive, which is what I am. And so Steve straight away started getting all the tests. The further we went on, totally fine huh. match. Now there are degrees of matches, mm-hmm. so my family probably would have been a better match. Okay. It was, I mean, they live overseas, they've sure. got little kids. It was so complicated. And Steve was like, I'm it. Mm. So from then, because I'd found my match, I just kept on living until my function was so bad yeah. I needed to do the transplant. We could actually plan it out. Mm. So, and I was, I was flawed. I was just flawed that he was just so, this is what we're doing. Hmm. This is what I want to do. And he told his sister, it's like, I don't want you to do it. Jill is my responsibility. Wow. I want to look after her. Wow. And uh, it was really moving. I mean, I remember walking past him. He was already hooked up, um, you know, IVs in and all the rest of it, and his little cap on as we all wear in there. And I'm walking up to start getting hooked up to all the machines. And he goes in before me, so they take the kidney out. Hmm. And then they're preparing me. They put me in the surgery room across the hall and they take the kidney and they walk it over to me and they put it in me. Hmm. And they put it in really low, as low on my right side. So you can sort of feel like you've got to be very careful because I'm a lot more vulnerable now. Hmm. But I just remember walking past him and he goes, I love you. This is going to be good. Hmm. And I say, oh, my gosh, you have such an amazing story Hmm. because – we hadn't even been married three years. Mm-hmm. And I thought, this poor guy, what have I dragged into? I do love to joke that I only married him because he was my blood type. <laughs> <laughs> and people believe me. They go, wow, so you actually dated looking for someone. I didn't even know what it's my blood type. It's a website that you put together. <laughs> MyKidneyType.com. How do you swipe that? I'm not sure. Swipe left, swipe right. Dr. Jill uh, in the studio telling her uh, kidney replacement story, uh, and her husband, Steve, uh, was a match. And not only was he a match, but if I remember correctly, you told me, and I can't remember at what point, uh, maybe when you were in the bed after the surgery, that his kidney was a bigger kidney, and that's yes. that's what you needed, a bigger kidney. I think it was, I'm not sure. It was, I mean, they had to jam it in. Trim <laughs> 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 it off the edges. <laughs> Shoehorn, kidney horn. Yeah. It's a really yeah. big, healthy kidney. Wow. Um, so the doctor was very impressed. So he took care of himself very well. I think it's more a fluke. Of God, that is <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't say he takes care of him. Okay. <laughs> no, but, you know, he, he was very athletic when yeah. he was younger, um, grew up in a great family. Um, so, yeah, believe it or not, he is healthy. I mean, he's got to get a hip replacement in a couple of months. Yeah. But believe it or not, somehow I think God intervened and kept him healthy because it wasn't him. Yeah. It wasn't mm-hmm. Steve yeah. himself. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah. So how are you doing now? With It's been, like you said, since August. 
And there are certain things that you have to do. Some things you can't eat, I'm assuming. Yep. Uh, what you just said, like raw fish, and you got to make sure that your vegetables are, are, are washed and that kind of thing. Uh, you're on medication, antibiotics, you Oh, said. yeah, about probably like 25 to 30 pills a day, oh, yeah. wow. which is why I said don't do before 10 because I struggled a bit with nausea. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, how I describe it is it becomes a new norm. If you think about it, you've lost a kidney mm-hmm. and they have to give you these meds so your body doesn't reject it. So you find your new normal in right. life. And my thing is, like, I can get really depressed and become a victim out of it. But it's like, you know what? God has given me a second chance at life. Otherwise, I'd be dead now. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, maybe dialysis would keep me going a bit longer. Sure. But some people even choose not to do dialysis and just die naturally because mm. it's grueling. So... Yeah, a lot of lot of pills. Um, they up they go up and down. So yesterday they reduced one of my immunosuppressants because my immuno level was too high. So mm-hmm. they're pushing it back a little bit. Um, you asked me what side effects did you say? No, no. I didn't. But do you have <laughs> you, you you do you have and how do you know? Do you have to go in like once a week, once a month, or do you have it's, like a little thing on your side that says? No, you don't actually know. Oh, That's what's oh, okay. scary. Okay. Mm. Uh, initially, you go in every week and you have your labs drawn twice a week, and then it decreases. So I've now moved on to the stage where I only need to go every three months. But I get my labs drawn up every month so they can keep an eye on what's going on in there. But uh, yesterday, because they found my immunosuppressant levels was too high, Mm -hmm. I'll get tested again Mm. next week. Mm. And that just becomes your life. Yeah. It could be a lot, lot worse. Yes, right. Um, And so then you, you can... You do carry a little bit of anxiety of you're aware that you're more vulnerable than others and, and people will say to you well none of us know when we're going to go but my <laughs> response is yeah but I've got something a little bit more risky mm-hmm. than you like I know it's good yeah. I know I've got this great life now yes. and I'm loved and looked after and I'm in an amazing church that looks after me so well and doesn't push me it's like you've got grandkids you got to spoil yeah mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. you know that's what we all think of it's yeah. like I want to see them sure. grow up um but, yeah, it, it just becomes a new norm. Probably the hardest thing is the medication because there's so much of it. Yeah. Um, the food restrictions aren't bad. The mm. only thing I'm going to miss is raw oysters. Mm. But then I think I, I had my surgery at Piedmont. I think Emery's like no problem with raw oysters. Mm. Huh. But because my hospital's saying there is, I'm like, Probably best not. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's things like that. I'm not going to risk you don't it. Want, you don't want to gamble. No, no. no. Okay. All right. All right. Well, it's, it's so, time to take a break here, but uh, we'll come back and we'll ask. Uh, I want to ask you about just uh, just laying your life in God's hands and okay. stepping out in faith and going, all right, God, here I am. Here this is. So we'll talk about that when we come back. That, and we'd like to talk about counseling, too. I'm sure you're still counseling and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. we'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. You're listening to Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. I feel so bad, I got a Love it, it is your song right there. 
Thank you, Dan Radcliffe. <laughs> Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Mike Probst. I'm Dan Radcliffe. Happy Thursday. All right. The joke is that uh, just what? Probably about every other month or so, mm-hmm. I walk down the hall whistling Blue whistling by You. Because <laughs> I grew up, listen, I had that album and I loved it. And I, it's just like second nature to me to yeah. whistle that. So Dan goes, are you whistling Blue by <laughs> yeah. You? Immediately, I He's pick it up. recognized it. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's way too young. My so. mom had that too. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, from now, on it's the, from now on, it's the Rick and Jill show. Uh, sorry about Dan. But anyway, that's got to be 77, I guess. Something like that. 77, 77. Uh, 70-something. Uh, Linda Ronstadt there. Dr. Jill here. We're talking about her kidney and uh, the replacement, which is <laughs> an, an, amazing. Well, we're talking about her kidney. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to interview the kidney in just a few minutes. No, we're actually talking about Steve's kidney. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that is such an amazing story. If you didn't catch it, uh, go back and watch us on, on Facebook Live. You can see and hear the story. Uh, and it is uh, pretty cool. We're going to mm-hmm. talk to her about uh, just, you know, how, how it's going now. But first, uh, a lot of things going on here at the station, and, and you can find it uh, right there on our website, faithtalkatlanta.com, how you can stream us live, how you can listen to podcasts, great blogs that are going on from the personalities here, and a lot of the national ministry guys, uh, you know, Charles Stanley and Chuck Swindoll and Alistair Begg, those guys putting blogs on there, and it's doing a lot of good. So check it out. One place faithtalkatlanta.com. All right, Dr. Jill. So uh, when you go through something like this, obviously you kind of come face-to-face with your own mortality. Very much so. And uh, so what kind of interaction do you have with God when when you come to face -face face-to-face truly with your own mortality? Mm. I'll admit I was extremely depressed Mm. by it. you know, a lot of it is like, why me, God? Mm-hmm. And I'm probably never going to see my grandkids grow up. I'm not going to see my children grow much older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that stuff goes to you. I tend to go to the dark of the dark, <laughs> right. and then I have to come back from there. Right. Mm-hmm. Some people's like, why do you do that? And I'm like, it's just a natural place to go for mm-hmm. me. And then I think sometimes by letting myself do that, I can work backwards and try and work out a safe place for myself again. No, that's good. But, you know, I mean, I did that with my divorce. It's like, mm-hmm. why? Why? I didn't... I mean, I'm a normal broken human being. Right. We all right. are. But I didn't do anything to actually... It was something I was forced into and had to deal mm-hmm. with. Right. So from there, you know, I just lie on the bed and, and Steve would encourage me and say, come on, just, just let yourself work through it. I mean, he was one of the ones who would say, why do you have to go to a, such a deep, dark place? But there are those of us who do that. We tend to think of all the details and the Mm worst-case scenario. Mm -hmm. Well, then I made myself go further and say, okay, let's look at this a little bit differently. If you do go, you know, God chooses our beginning and our end. Mm -hmm. You know, I am a a faith person, but at the same time, I actually believe in an overlying will of God. Mm -hmm. And so I came back to, you know, if I go... We do know that heaven is a better place. Mm-hmm. We can't see it. We don't understand it. But if I'm going to trust God, we do know heaven is a wonderful place. And so I won't be going through any of this anymore. And then the other thought I thought of, well, you know, in heaven, I probably won't even think about my kids or my grandkids. So, <laughs> hey, there you go. They can just cry about me. Or maybe they'll say, thank goodness she's gone. <laughs> I wonder if she's got much inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and so that's actually how I, and I still have to go there to this day. I don't want to die. Right. I mean, for humans, all we know is this earth. Right. And for most of us, we've had many great experiences. Yes. You know, we've we've had a great marriage. We may have a great job. We love our kids. We love our grandkids and got great friends. And so why would we want to leave? Mm. But that's looking at it from the human level. That's what I had to come to terms with. I am a believer, but I wasn't actually looking at things from the fact that God's created this beautiful other world for us mm-hmm. that we're destined to move into. Yeah. So that was my way of coping with it. And so now, you know, I don't let myself visit that dark place. Mm. I've determined to just enjoy every day I've got. That's so I mean, good. at the moment, my health is good. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of things they're trying to adjust as far as. My creatinine level, I'd never heard of creatinine before, like I had a kidney transplant. Apparently it's important. Yeah, it's, yeah. apparently it's really, re- and believe it or not, I still don't really understand what it is, but I know it's really important. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, but that's the ups and downs mm. of, you know, having a, a transplant. I suppose it's the same for other people too. I've got a girlfriend who had a kidney and pancreas transplant. She's wow. a diabetic. And diabetics can end up needing transplants. Right, so, right. It, you know, I think God brought her into my world. She's in my church, never met her before. And someone in the church arranged for us to meet. And she's a year and a half ahead of me. And it's just so good to have someone who totally understands mm-hmm. who, you know, because you, understandably people can make cheap of it because they don't know what to say. And they're right. like, well, at least you got a transplant. And it's like, that immediately makes you feel guilty. Right. Like, yeah. I know, but it's still tough. Mm, right. And right. so I can just text her and say, look, I don't get what this is. And she'll just, well, you da 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 And she doesn't put me down in any way, but I know she finds me a great support to her too. We just hmm. laugh and carry on and, yeah, so. And look how God's yeah. equipping you to, yeah. to help others. I know, yeah. I know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, um, yeah, I mean, I'd say today I there's a slight anxiety, but I choose to just get on. Mm-hmm. I'll have a down day probably once every couple of months, and then you just pick myself. It's like, okay, Jill, get on. You've got a whole lot of things you want to do and achieve. It's made me reevaluate life. Mm. What do I want to get out of life? Mm. Let's make sure that I get done some of these things that I always wanted to do. So I started up guitar a few months ago. Oh, right. Good for, for you. Yeah. Here it goes, this old lady going and doing guitar. <laughs> so you created your own bucket list. Did you... I did, and it sounds dramatic, but yeah. I actually did, yeah. Any of that travel? Uh, and I know when you get no, better. not really. I mean, I want to go back to Australia, uh, you know, because as I said, my mum's elderly. She just broke a hip. I missed out on my dad's funeral because yeah. I couldn't travel. Mm. Um, so I want to get back to Australia at least once more, hopefully more. Uh, I wanted to learn more instruments rather than, you know, very proficient at piano. Um, I wanted to get back into some pastoring and um, I wanted to keep my counselling going to a degree, but I didn't want to do it full time Mm -hmm. because there's other things I want to do. Um, I just want to enjoy my marriage. I want to enjoy my new church. My passion is to see my new church do as well as it can and me. Yeah, I mean, I'm a minister at heart. Uh-huh. So to give as much as my as myself as I can to help see that go well and help younger people like find God in a new way mm-hmm. and work through their problems. So I do a lot of that. 
as well at church. Now, you, are you did you journal any at all? Or are you writing anything about? It? I know you did blogs on your website and all that. Are yeah, you doing any of that? And people no. Can sometimes people have said, "Why don't you get back into blogging again?" And believe it or not, I think at this stage it's just too confronting. Okay. Yeah, it can send me into that where you dark, don't want to go. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but maybe maybe I will, maybe I won't. Yeah. I don't know. Um, people keep on saying you need to write another book. I mean, what you've walked through, <laughs> and you know, it's sort of one of those things. I don't know. You know, it's part of the visiting. It maybe later on. And we do a lot of times when people have stories uh, like that, similar not health, but just challenges. We always ask, okay, when you went to sit down and write the book, did it bring back stuff? Yeah, how mm-hmm. did you manage to get through it? Or was mm-hmm. it, okay, well, this is good. And a lot of the times, I said, no, this was a challenge, this particular area, yeah. because I had to revisit it yeah. and I had to settle it. That would not be an easy thing. No, mm-hmm. I'm not there yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No and, rush. Yeah. No, no rush and I don't you. want to cause any trauma to anyone else, yeah, yeah. too. Yeah. Because yeah, it involves so many people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We love you so much. We're glad that you're here and uh, you're here, here, and that you're here <laughs> in the studio, and we got to have you back. So, uh, Dr. Jill, uh, an amazing uh, story today. Uh, Pass, share this on uh, Facebook, uh, if you will. Hey, tomorrow, a great show. Join us. It's the Friday edition of Faith Talk Live. Have a good Thursday. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. See ya.